What's good, Internet? And welcome to Session 107 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and samurai warrior caught in the time stream, Alex Arona. I like that. I like thinking that, that I'm caught in the time stream, just going from place to place, having adventures, kind of like kung fu, but now it's samurais. Back with us is real-life Philip J. Fry. You know him. You hate him. Eric Eddie Gettinger. Alex, I feel like this is a complete attack on my intelligence. I also love that you write these you write these intros just to say <laughs> that there's beef. <laughs> hey, drama sells, okay? Only there was a way well, there was a way to know for sure. Uh, lastly, rounding out the crew, our resident archer, Alec Parks. How much venison can I get this year, Alec? Well, that all depends on when you plan on paying me for the eleven boxes of tagalongs sitting in my house with your name on them. Ooh, I, I don't even I, know how that's your favorite cookie. Yeah, Come that's on. fucked up, what? man. There's so many better cookies. What? The, the, wait, which one? Tagalongs, the peanut butter ones, right? Yeah, they are. There's peanut butter chocolate ones. They're my. Yeah, you're favorite. all you're all ridiculous. You're all in. No. You're Thin wrong. mints are bust. St- Thin mints are bust. Mm-hmm. No, you're wrong. That's where you're they make the money, wrong. man. No. You know what? I'm done with this conversation. I'm moving on. Uh, We're going to play some dodgeball and early adopters, run down the good stuff in the news, then do some web swinging in the backlog vlog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where we got kicked out of the court because we can't grammar good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty good, Getty. You you Uh redeemed yourself. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So let's see here. Uh, Pick a number between, uh, error, hit me, uh, Getty, one or two? Two. Two. Okay, we're going to talk about Battle Ball. Battle Ball, top-down pixel art? How would you describe that art, Getty? I was reminded of Gang Beasts, but yeah, it's it's a bit pixely. Okay, At least the characters little... look like Gang Beasts. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like and a step up from Pixel, but it they're not like full-blown characters. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. And uh, you are playing Dodgeball. Getty, you had a problem with this one. Tell me about what your Oh, I suck at this game. Battle Ball. <laughs> I completely suck. <laughs> I was really? Is that the same as having a problem? Well, you know, I... In which case, I have problems with a lot of games. I liked uh, the idea of it, so it was something that came up on Steam, and we are like, oh, a free dodgeball game. Because, you know, on the podcast, we've talked back and forth about uh, different ways to integrate dodgeball into the zeitgeist now. I am sorry to say that I don't think that I would would follow Battle Ball. I just am not good with the the commands in this one i was not quick enough uh and then i found out that the ball could bounce off of different surfaces and hit you and you would be knocked out so yeah not great at it well that's where you told me you're like that's bullshit that's not how you play dodgeball yeah it is bullshit (laughs) i you know since we got it i might pick check it as it goes because it looks like they're putting updates out pretty often i i can see them making improvements and it's still being worth it i'm going to revisit it probably once a month just to see where it where it is okay so this one really spoke to you well part of that is that there was a super nintendo game that had that was dodgeball super dodgeball i think is what it was called yes and that one was so 
awesome. Yeah, it was just super dodgeball. And, oh, I want to play, I want that to come out again. You want you want video game uh, dodgeball. So That's I what you're telling it, me. I do. I want video game dodgeball. It's fun. Okay. But it, it, this has this has a long way to go to even make it to that Super Nintendo game. I okay. So you, they still I think need to that there's stuff. A, a couple of places that I would try and improve it here, Alex. So I would definitely like to see maybe maybe the court not be as big. The characters are relatively small in comparison to everything that's going around so if there were it's a, a way big to, it's a big court yeah it is a big court and if you're playing with a, a handful of other people that probably feels pretty great um but it's also very chaotic at this point so it's even, one and one so uh you could do more than one-on-one yeah but, but for yeah. one-on-one standards you should shrink the court exactly so i would feel like that would be a good quality of life improvement for it so that it feels a little bit more competitive. I, I'm reminded of games like uh, Battlefield, where you you could play with your friends. You could get like four people together and land, but the size of the maps was outlandish. So you'd have yeah. to like run or fly or find some way to get to the other side of the map to to hunt people down. So if you could just squeeze everything in a little bit, I would definitely. I think I'd enjoy it a little bit more than the time I spent with it this time. I'd like some power shots, uh, mm-hmm. and I imagine in a smaller, more constrained area, I feel like you can get some powerful multi-bounces, you know, imagine hitting hit, hitting a couple bounces, and then, you know, having maybe heroes, giving them different abilities, but at a certain point, we're just redesigning, uh, uh, redesigning, um, what is it, what am I thinking of? What was the, uh, the, the volleyball uh, frisbee game? We're just playing disc. Jam- we're playing disc jammers. Uh, this or win- is wind jammers. Wind jammers. I, I don't think this is wind jammers. At a certain point, I'm designing wind jammers. Oh yeah. I wish I understood okay. how to play wind jammers. So yeah, don't we all? <laughs> well, that was uh, speaking of uh, playing the balls in the court. There's another way to play balls in the court. Internet court. Internet court. Internet court. <gasps> Yeah, I said it. Internet Court is a FMV full motion video game where basically every every court case is is taken via things that happen on the internet as well as is <laughs> as well as is, of course. Here, let me uh, help you out here, Alex. Yeah, they're imagine, basically handled on Zoom. Yeah, imagine yeah. your latest Zoom call with your coworkers, but nobody I shouldn't say nobody cares, but you could tell that the level of caring is not as high as it could be based on the fact that the judge is wearing robes in every court case. Uh, one of the things that I, I told you about that kind of... Well, judges wear robes, Getty. But not... Not bathrobes. Not like this. <laughs> but the thing that irked me was every time the judge, at, at least in the first act, the judge would mm-hmm. like put the mug up to his face and he'd talk into it. While like, he was drinking his coffee? Yeah. This this was like one big joke of the internet and what life has become right now. With that, it wasn't really I, I, coffee. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I felt like a couple of the characters, the the uh, the 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 lawyer that you were going against, I thought she kind of sold that 
meme humor of in your face, I'm going to dunk on you and would make a lot of really like semi-decent jokes that were a little corny. But you play as as what seems like a dim-witted lawyer who doesn't know what he's doing at all. And I felt like him and the the judge not necessarily caring. I felt like it was a little more over the top than I think I would have I would have wanted. I would have wanted them to just reel it back just a little bit cuz the dim-witted uh personality at a certain point or started to irk me a little. Well, Alex, how much did you play of this? Cuz I know that you're big on FMVs, so. I got through the first the first court case. I think we lost Alex. I think we might have. Okay. There it goes. Okay. I played everything. <laughs> wow. Alec, how much did you do? <laughs> uh, well, I couldn't get past the first choice because i kept uh, getting python crashes oh well all right so i'll tell you guys right now that if you can complete each part of the story it it actually equates to like getty what did you um narrative. what did you think of the later case you later have cases. to play it in the bite-sized portions as episodes so the first one, Alex uh, said, you play as this dim-witted lawyer. In the next one, you take the perspective of the judge as he watches a case that already happened. And then that's where I, I thought it was a little bit funnier because the choices that you made in that case uh, may or may not line up with what the other judge actually said. So that was kind of humorous to me. But then the other story is, the rest of the story as it goes along, uh, unravels into this big, oh, you, you guys should just play it so that you can figure out what happens. But I, it's got, it's got a lot going on. How many cases are there? There's four. But I think one of my favorite okay. parts is that after you finish one of the cases is you unlock the ability to watch the outtakes that the actors had and they are just is as, as Ooh, awesome okay. as you could you could possibly be i but my biggest like concern with this is that in every one of the court cases somebody's eating and that's like my biggest pet peeve when it comes to zoom meetings is please don't eat <laughs> i can hear you eating and it's it's distracting, and I can't hear you through the chewing. So please, please don't. <laughs> I I have had more than one of those calls where it's just like, I know you're eating. Come on. This was not an impromptu call. Come on. Yeah. That's really funny. That That's a consistent theme throughout the, the different cases. Yeah, it... I found it a little bit weird, but if you think about, like, the timing of it, like, that's, yeah, I can definitely relate with with people eating on camera during a meeting, trying to take it seriously. 
I kind of uh, wish I had some food right now to just like yeah do the to visual gag <laughs> eat it as I as I'm talking about it. Well, I, I, I keep yeah. I keep stealing Coke Zero here. <laughs> now, please um, tell me that you guys didn't actually play League of Maidens, did you? I did, but I, I wanted to touch on one more thing with the FMV uh, that is Internet Court before you yep. get too far ahead, Alex. Uh, so part of Part of the, I, I don't know if you already talked about this. You were cutting out a little bit earlier, but uh, in each one of the cases, you have to make decisions, and uh, grammar is one of the hot topics that they picked for it, uh, just so that you could like actually find it, visually click on it, and then it would run you through some dialogue, or you'd get a strike. And if you get three strikes, you're out. And uh, some of the funnier parts of inner court is when you strike out and then it does like a, a sappy little cheesy take an ending that's like, and that's how it ended because you suck. <laughs> so well, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. So that's I should purposely fail it. a mission. You should. It's, it's pretty comical. I, again, not exactly my cup of tea, but I stuck with it through the whole course of the game. It's worth a playthrough. It's very entertaining. I, I really enjoyed the actors and what they did with it. I feel like part of it was probably just like, have fun. And uh, it hit too close to home for me. So I like when they brought in the moms and the moms started arguing. Yeah. It's like very clearly shot in her living room. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> them really having fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see. I wanted to. Like, I got a little frustrated with this style of game because move faster. I can read faster. I can make my own voices. But at the same. No, man. FMV is about the acting. Yep. Yeah. You know what game you should play, Alec? Oh, no. Night Trap. No, no. No one needs to play (laughs) Night Trap. No. Do I even want to know? Definitely play Night Trap. You don't need to play 1992's Night Trap or whatever what is came it? out. Uh, it's oh FM, it's one of the look earlier it FMV games. It's a, oh, is this like that? Uh, there was one. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast. Like a, no, there was a board game one. that. Yeah. Nope. I did play oh, Night Trap. I called it 1992. I remember this. It was a board game, right? Mm, no. Is it a board game? No. I think it is. It is not. No, yeah, I don't no. remember it being a board game. No. Never. Oh no, it's not. There, there was a different game then that I'm thinking of that was like a board game, and you were interacting with a DVD, and you would go to different videos and stuff based off what you did. Yeah. Don't I play that trap. Yeah, that gets it. All right. Huh? Don't play huh? trap. What do you want to talk about now? Play, play Internet Maidens. No, I'm getting us out of here, Getty. I'm dodging this one for another time when Joel gets back. But for now, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, news. 
Do we still bring you joy? Nurse Joy. That's the right joy, right, Kenny? Not I, quite I, what I was going for, but I, all right. I think you were going for the Marie Kondo, weren't you? I was. Because the... We had just recently talked about Marie Kondo. I love talking about this whole, like, does it bring you joy? Does it, if it doesn't, you know, like, thank it for its service and then ship it off, so... I mean, that's you not barely, a bad thing. You barely make the cut every week, Eddie. That's what I'm going for, man. Cl- clearly, I could use some con marrying for those of you watching our stream and seeing my pile of crap. There we go. Okay, it has been a slow news week, and that's okay. Uh, f- first piece of news, free games. Free games. All you day. just giving them free away, Alex? They just giving them away free 99. The two games I'm talking about, Tales of the Neon Sea and Steel Rats. Where can two I find these games? games for you to check out. Uh, ne- Tales of the Neon Sea is on the Epic Game Store, Steel Rats on Steam. Getty, are yes. you looking up Tales of the Neon Sea? Uh, yeah, I already grabbed it. I'm looking at pictures of it. What was the it? description? Oh, you want me to read it? Hit me a description. Can I just read the blurb? Yes, blurb it out. All right. Welcome to a world of intrigue and suspicion, where humans and robots contend with escalating tensions and mutual distrust. Tell me And where gangsters... What? (laughs) Hmm? Gangster felines scheme their way to the top of the food chain? I am sold. Why are we still podcasting? All right, we're going to do, in the the upcoming weeks, I can tell you right now, next week is Tales of the Neon Sea, uh, and then uh, we will be playing that one for our backlog blog, and following, Steel Rats will Gangster Felines. If that doesn't sell it, I don't know how to sell it to you. But Getty, do you know what also gets you on that hype train? Ah, the next piece of news. Remedy rumored to be working on Alan Wake 2. Yeah, you still haven't played. You haven't played American Nightmare, have you? I have not, but I will punch somebody if I can get this game. Especially with what they learned from Control, I'm good. I'm into it, Getty. Yeah, you want to play it? Did you ever play any of the Max Payne games back in the day? I did not. You need to go back and play Max Payne. I don't know. I saw that movie with with Mark Wahlberg, and I was pretty pumped on it, especially when he roars like Godzilla. That movie was okay. What but Godzilla roar after doing like super like math? Godzilla. He does like a so. I I think I've talked about Max Payne several times, but in the first game, like the whole premise is that you're trying to figure out who killed your wife, and it mm-hmm. seems like at every opportunity, some criminals like knock you upside the head and inject you with a whole bunch of this drug. And you just have, like, super crazy hallucinations about your baby crying at the end of the hall. And you, like, try and get there to ease the baby. And, like, this game is is wackadoo. But it is one of my all-time favorite series. I, I honestly just enjoy Remedy games. Me too. Me too. They do good work. And they also do multimedia. Alec, to play a Remedy game... 
there will usually be some sort of song that was created for the game by a hmm. band uh, or multiple songs that were created in like in universe there will also be fmv there'll be like a tv show or something puppets yep. puppeteering is very big that there'll be like all of a sudden you'll be playing uh, a third person shooter and then it'll stop you and give you some sort of puppet tv show for two and a half minutes and just like, stuff like that you'll get all of them you'll get a lot of different media produced on one product Always. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, these little things that happen. In Max Payne, it was a television. Uh, In Alan Wake, you get the TV again, but like the quality of it has gone up over the years. And then in Control, that's what Alex is talking about with the the puppets. Those puppets give me nightmares. Huh? Like puppets in general are creepy. Xbox. I can't think of the game right now, but they came out with a game on Xbox that had a a secondary. Uh, portion that had a script that you could find pieces of and it gave up like a, a full um, like narrative story pilot tv show yeah but yeah that, that was also like alan wake where you could find his manuscript and <laughs> it was like a hundred and something pages and you couldn't oh, get man. all of them from the regular playthrough you would have to go and do the like hard mode playthrough to get the remaining pages you know what we did a little bit of Alan Wake for um, Extra Life last year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Alex. What was the name of that game? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It has uh, one of the Ashmores in it, right? Yes. And and but but the, and then the other part is that they would they actually filmed a TV show that would be interstitials between levels in the game. So there was a full fledged TV show in between it. If you look up yeah. Remedy wow. Games, you should be able to find it. Getty, look it up while I uh, give this next piece of news. Yep. Next piece of news is is special more for me because uh, it is Cloudpunk DLC. Uh, and from what they're saying, it is the size of a full-fledged sequel to Cloudpunk, which was a narrative-driven sh- uh, driving game where you would drive from point A to point B, uh, performing deliveries while getting large swaths of narrative that would play out throughout the game. Uh, I kind of liked it. It had a voxel Minecraft look, but it was noir set in the futuristic uh, shit world. And it, you know what the world looked like? It looked like Fifth Element, and you were a cab driver. That's awesome. So you were you were driving a floating car and trying to perform these deliveries. It was very cool. I got the answer. Quantum Break. Quantum Break. There it is. Remedy makes good games. Well, since it is a little bit of a snow, a slow news week, uh, I did want to holler at some of my favorite April Fool's Day uh, jokes that I saw today, which was a uh, Bloodborne cart was a fun one, uh, Spoon <laughs> Melee DLC to Payday Two, love Payday Two. Uh, did you guys see any good ones? Any any good April Fool's Day jokes for video games? I I actually only found one and had one told to me the one i found of course is bruce campbell being absolutely amazing and uh, leaking his scene in uh multiverse of madness and that he's just ash again yeah (laughs) that's really funny which ash is canonically a part of marvel yes yes 
Uh, what about you, Getty? I got an email from the Pokemon company that was just titled Bidoof, and then it was a link to a YouTube video with a bunch of Bidoofs on it. <laughs> you guys Bidoof, know what a, a Bidoof is, right? I if do you not don't, know what a Bidoof is. Tell us what out. a Bidoof is. It looks like a, a, just a guinea pig. But Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, and its name is just incredibly ridiculous. Yep. Getty, what about bug snacks, but they just removed all the bugs, and so they were just snacks. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I don't I don't like that idea. You want part, bug snacks? Part of the wonderfulness of bug snacks is that you have to catch all of the bugs, and, you know, when you're running around, like, chasing a, a strabby, that's a lot more entertaining than just, like, catching a, a strawberry. Agreed. <laughs> Completely agree. Well, oh, uh, uh, the other one I saw was Razer, uh, how they have all those multicolored keyboards, but they did it for uh, hair dye that you could control the hair dye color. That was crazy. Nice. Well, I think last year they uh, Razer did the RGB masks with the vents. Oh, yeah. And they're actually turning it into a real uh product now oh cool which that's what um oh god think geek used to do hmm. okay i'm i'm excited because i'm about to actually go play some rainbow six siege rainbow six is magic that brought that <laughs> back so i'm pretty hyped on that huh uh alec do you know about rainbow six siege nope it's counter-strike you ever counter-strike Counter-Strike's cool. Yeah. Now, now with their event, they made everyone wear rainbow colors, and you have to save the hostage that is a unicorn, uh, unicorn uh, mascot. Nice. It's pretty good. Uh, so, uh, with that, it's time for us to climb into the box, into a box for a donation. I don't even understand that one, Getty. What is that a reference to? Oh, well, everything that you thank for its service. Yeah. News is thank you, news for your service. I say with all sarcasm, you were slow <laughs> uh, this week. You could do better. Let's be right back. And we're back, back with the backlog blog where we play games where we equip the. Getty, you again. The, we gotta we gotta work on your writing. Uh, you equip the vanity mod to see a pow when attacking. I did that. I did uh, Miles Morales. I equipped that uh, mod just so I could see pows and bangs and attacks. Hold on a second. Where we play mm -hmm. games, yeah. Where, where we, we equip, equip the double wares, vanity. double wares. There's never enough wares. Wear you out. Getty, you played <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales on your PS5. What? I did? Since when? Yes. I don't know. Since last Tuesday? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I what played Miles. What did you Miles. think of Miles Morales? It's too short. It is very short. It is way too short. 
but did you like the story overall where it went yeah i i liked how they incorporated a lot of the characters uh you got some returning faces (laughs) except for spider-man's face which they changed oh peter parker why yeah it's so painful I just don't like how youngified he looks because he was always, you know, in this in this iteration, he was in college. And now yeah. he looks like he's 12. Yeah, Lisa was watching me play and she's like, what happened to him? I was like, <laughs> uh, the internet happened. Yeah. The internet and, does uh, things I, to I you. Like, I like Miles Morales' stories. I like his powers, having the venom strike and having the invisibility. They really put a focus on the stealth. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the cooler abilities that you come across is that you can stealth. And it, it's a really handy O-ship button for when you got like seven or eight guys uh, around you and you're like, well, this is going sideways. Uh, but yeah, the Venom abilities, all of them are, are really handy because you can use it to you know hit the ground and pop everybody up in the air. Or at one point you get the ability to, <laughs> to grab somebody and throw it into a group of other people. Uh, I, I felt like it doesn't really open up the the real power of those until your second playthrough, uh, when the damage boosts just like go up by fifty percent. Oh, yeah, it's kind of oh, yeah. ridiculous. You can only level up to uh, like twenty in the main mm-hmm. playthrough, and then after that, if you do a new game plus. You can get up to 30, but you can only spend skill points up to, like, 23. I I could see that being useful if there was more content, but you're gonna get... If you you played it like me, and I'm sure, like, uh, Alex did, your first playthrough, you're trying to hit every single thing so that you get the full experience. Yes. And the secondary playthrough is just to get the platinum. That's what I did. And the godlike feeling from that excellent power boost? Uh, yeah, it definitely made the endgame content a lot less challenging. That's yeah, I, I, how I felt. I, I, yeah, I liked what I saw. I liked, I liked the villains that they picked in this one. Uh, I felt like they could have done more with the side content. The side quests could have had more villains. If you remember... In Spider-Man and the first Spider-Man game, they had uh, that that quote-unquote streamer villain. I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, her her she was just annoying. But it was more the fact that you could find other characters through the side content, and that's what I wanted more of was to hint at, to find, just to do all of the the side stuff and get a little extra bonus content on the side. That's what I kind of that's what I wanted more of. Yeah, I I can definitely feel you there. In the regular, like, base Spider-Man game, you had, what, Vulture, Dr. Octopus, Rhino. Uh, you had, what, Taskmaster? Yeah. Ooh, he's always fun. But you have all those, and then Miles, he gets the Prowler, and, and then um, the Tinkerer. And that's really it. I was hoping, well, I guess the Rhino makes a, a special guest appearance, but I was hoping for for more villains. It's not like those guys just um, completely disappeared. I will tell you there is a secret bonus side kind of villain. Kind of. 
Dun, dun, dun. But is it me? Something for it. It, You'll get there. You'll get there. It's you in that super swanky palm shirt. Oh, yes. I'm the secret boss. Yep. Yes, you are. But I like I like Miles Morales. I think he did a good job with it. Uh, again, I like you. I could have standed with a little bit more content, but uh, very good stuff all around. Now, if you guys want to get weird, I'm no, playing. We we're playing Kentucky Route Zero. Now, uh, Kentucky Route Zero is kind of a point-and-click adventure where you are moving your character uh, around these environments and. The narrative is kind of driven by you. Uh, for instance, you you have a dog. You just pull up in your truck, and you have a dog. And you go up to your dog, and you can select, How you doing there, Bloog? How you doing, good girl? Or you can, like, say, Hey, Gerald. Or, like, something you can name it. You name it. What, like, you have two options. You can make it a boy or a girl, or just say, I don't even need the dog. And it kind of, that dictates how that story goes. When you make other dialogue choices, people will react in specific ways, but it will also turn the story to a different direction like a little bit just to dictate that the story is like oh my character's kind of mad because all of his reactions i've chosen have all been kind of pissed off hmm. or they've all been pretty mellow and that'll kind of come back later they're like you're always very uh, mellow huh and it's like oh okay he just kind of noticed a little bit from my conversations but uh you are trying to make a delivery as a truck driver and you have to take the zero the zero highway it's ominous what makes it the zero highway it's a it's just a circle (laughs) but (laughs) but the way it works it's so cool because uh you don't get to it until act two and it's a five-act story i've only gotten to act two um when did you start playing this when didn't this come out a while ago well actually this came out a long time ago but they they released it in parts, and the final piece came out last year. Okay, was this uh, this was one that you picked up on Switch, right? No, I didn't. I've actually it's funny. I've been looking at it on Switch. It says wishlisted on Switch, and as it turns out, I think I bought it on the Vita, and uh, way back and on day. Steam somewhere. And so I'm like, I've actually. I, I, I'm like, I'm going to play Kentucky Route Zero. And I played the first part, and I was like, I've done this before. I've done this <laughs> entire thing before at some point, years ago. But it only finished last year. So I, that's kind of what drove me to get into it and finish this one. Finish it this time. All right. So it's the Zero is a, is a loop. And the way you have to navigate it, you get like a little tourism guidebook that you want to look around and stuff. Um, it'll say, go clockwise until you hit the Scarecrow. Once you hit the scarecrow, go counterclockwise until you hit the, the antlers. Once you stop at the antlers, go clockwise and you can't miss it. <laughs> so, All right. So this is like route zero is some mystical demi route that based off how yep. far you go in either direction, it gets you to different spots. Yes. All right. I've and had a few of those. Different off ramps. Uh, let me let me say my piece on this, but did you guys watch uh, what was the last Thor movie? Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. yeah. One of the lines that uh, Tiki Watiki has in it is about the circle. Like, it's a strange circle. Yeah. That's, that's what <laughs> you make me think of right here. <laughs> it's a weird circle. 
<laughs> it's a good accent, Getty. Oh, so, I don't uh, do accent work. The It's just a very cool introspective game that doesn't say a lot. It does a lot with silence and moments where you will just like, you'll be talking to a character and then all of a sudden the, the scene, cause it's very, it's very not, it's, it's not quite animated fully. Your character just has a blank, a blank face. All the characters have blank faces. They're just kind of more shapes, but you will stand in front of a TV and talk to somebody and then the screen will fade past you and will focus on like the setting sun and the screen will just all of a sudden stop and just pan out. And then when you leave, there'll be a blues band playing for no reason. So it all just right. kind of takes these moments and builds on them to make something different. It's, it's very strange. It seems very uh, like a, a fun artistic choice. Yes. Hmm. And that's, that's kind of why I like it. I don't know where the story's going. I just feel like every time I'm doing the next bit where I, I can kind of figure out how do I get to this next part of the road or go back to this town, I don't know what I'm going to see there. Cause you, you just keep finding like this, like the, there was in the beginning, very beginning, you meet a pair of, uh, or a set of people playing a, a dice game and you're like, Oh, that's cool. And you turn left and you find the dice. They're like, Oh yeah, we can't find our dice. You find their dice, you go back and they're gone. And they were, so it's like they were ghosts, but that it had nothing to do with anything. It just was a moment that the game put there for you and said, take it or leave it. This is for you to experience an interesting little vignette. Keep going on your truck. All right. Hmm. And that's what Kentucky Route Zero is, is telling a story while also including these just subtle moments that uh, you can take or leave. And uh, I'm taking them. I'm liking it. So I'm going to continue with Kentucky Route Zero. Each, each uh, I want to say each chapter is roughly an hour and a half. With uh, there's little interstitials, little like uh, the interludes that you play as well with side characters. So uh, I think the whole thing is probably roughly like eight hours. And uh, I feel like I'm doing like an hour every morning before work. All right. And... So- has Beth noticed that you're taking longer in the bathroom now? <laughs> <laughs> Playing on my PC, because as it turns out, I bought it there too. Didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do that sometimes where I will wish list a game and then I'll go to it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, would it be better on PC or would it be better on my Switch? And I'll look it up on PC and it's like, oh, I own that already. Crap. <laughs> I guess it's better on my PC. It just kind of takes the fun away of buying games at a certain point because I'm like I can't really, can't really buy games because I already probably own it. Hmm. I mean, you can. It's just at what point do you draw a line? Well, I mean, the line is you start playing those damn games, which is what I'm trying to do. Mm, you could just play it on and just buy it on the Vita or the Switch or, you know, just just buy three or four copies of it. Support those go. devs exactly i I will support those devs uh and uh speaking of buying multiple copies of things (laughs) we've been sitting on a copy of mario 3d all-stars on the nintendo switch for what seems like months almost like we've had it since before november yeah we for sure have yep 
<laughs> and uh, we have yet to uh, give that bad boy out. So uh, I think the death of Mario is good a time as any to announce the winners of the Mario 3D All-Stars on Nintendo Switch. Uh, Richard and Sarah, Sarah Schaller, uh, friends of the site and donators, uh, we picked it from a hat of people that have donated to our Extra Life way back in November. And they were chosen, Richard and Sarah Schaller. So congrats. Please contact... Oh, my God. Please contact us so we can send it to you in a DVD case of Zack and Miri make a porno. That's a inside joke. It's an inside joke. Kidding, yeah, we I will contact you after the episode tonight to get that address. And somebody will but ship now, it to you. In a DVD, a Blu-ray case of... It's Blu-ray, not DVD, Joel. Was it a Blu-ray? Uh, no, I swear that it was a DVD case. Nope, it was a Blu-ray. I know. Does it have to go through the Suez Canal? Not funny. They'll they'll never get it. They'll never get it then. (laughs) Suez Canal is going to be funny for as long as you're on the podcast. Nope. There we go. Definitely not. Now let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, and you, the listener, to the weekday. For me, uh, we're going to be baby-free for the weekend my idea <gasps> is to play a whole bunch of Rainbow Six, Rainbow is Magic, and some t- Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, my partner's idea is to have Alex clean the entire apartment. So we will see who wins. I'm probably going to clean the entire apartment. Yeah, I think that's that fine. you're going to end up that's cleaning. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. There's some dust everywhere. And that's cool. Uh, Joel, uh, Joel is not on here. Getty, what's your one last thing? <laughs> uh, I think we should hear from Joel. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just going to let the podcast go. Uh, my one last thing, I started playing Immortals Phoenix Rising. That That's a game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm liking it so far. I haven't played a Assassin's Creed game in quite a while, so I'm, I'm digging it. It's got a lot of kitschy little Greek mythology name drops and stuff, so... I'm going to have some fun with it. Hopefully I'll make some headway over the weekend. Fantastic. Alec, what's your one last thing? I am really pleased with how the playthrough of Nier Automata is going. I swear Mm -hmm. I thought the aliens were going to just be the humans. I'm looking forward to playing more on Monday and getting some woodworking done over the weekend. It really tricks you, right? It really kind of takes you in a place. and, and, And that's like twist number one of like 47 oh yeah i'm just like barely scratching the surface of this game but i was just like every time they were like the aliens the aliens the aliens i'm like ah it's just it's just gonna be humans isn't it uh. and then the twist they're aliens but i'm can is it spoiler to say what they were at this point at this point no uh, somehow i avoided it for this long no i think it. you're okay it's the aliens but they're all dead and the machines are acting of their own volition now i can't wait until you make it far enough so that we can just do like a recap on the episode there's so many like dumb and hilarious things that you can do and an experience in that game oh i I, I, I already got him i already got him one of the endings and he also got the turn left ending instead of going right ending yep yes yeah, there's uh, just a labor of love that that game was. If it makes you feel uh, even more confused, Alec, that game 
is the sequel to another game that was based off of the bad ending of a th- another game. Oh, it's based off the bad ending of another game? Well, no, like there's a bad ending of a game that leads into Nier, and then Nier right. Automata is technically the sequel to Nier. Yeah, I was reading that they're remaking the original yeah. one. Yeah. It, there it's uh Oh man, now I'm going to have to f- What the hell was it? Near Replicant. Something Replicant. Yeah, Near Replicant version 1.22473 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's pretty good. You made it pretty far in. There's, yeah, it's that's it. There's also like there's two versions of Near. One where the protagonist is a brother, one where he's a dad, I guess. One's called Near Gestalt, one's called Replicant. It's fine. It's fine. It, it's fine. It's all it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, and the, uh, one bit of news uh, also to throw out there at the end of one last thing. Uh, next week, we will be playing Go Fight Fantastic and Shikari Rising, as well as Tales of the Neon Sea in the Backlog blog. So get excited for that. If you can, go ahead and find them and play the, give those a shot. Also, we will have Allison from Gaming Fix. Real excited for special guest Allison from Gaming Fix. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we have Super Speed Sundays, Near Automata Mondays, 2D Tuesdays, Nothing on Wednesdays, Podcast Thursdays, Keeping It Together with Sam and Kevin on Fridays. Always got the delay on that one. <laughs> and Saturdays is well, that's changing now from not Kingdom Hearts, so we're gonna have to figure what's gonna happen with that. Also, keep it together with Sam and Kevin's taking a break, trying to get Kevin to play through some other extremely long series. I'm trying to get him to play Yakuza. We'll see what happens. There's seven of those damn ga- eight of those damn games. Uh, if you'd like to reach us some questions, yep. there's eight of them. There's eight of them. Ooh. Also, check out our latest beta breakdown where we broke down that beta of Jack Move. <laughs> wow. Yep. That was a sentence, yep. all right. It was. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. And provide a review on iTunes or the dodgeball scar of your choice. Mine's on my elbow. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. GG, Getty. GG. GG, Alec. Good game, Alex. Good night, everybody. Bus, bus, bus.